Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Evan, and I'm so unprofessional, I don't know your surname. Desmarais? Oh, no, it's not Greek. Desmarais. Say, say it French, French it up. Desmarais? Demarais? 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 <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Demarais. Uh, Demarais. Okay. Ah, the whole like Can Canadian. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. so ignorant of that part of the world and like the French. So you speak French? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know enough French to convince English people I'm fluent. I, yeah, English people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking British English or any English speaker? Oh, any. I can convince anybody who doesn't speak French that I'm fluent in French. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know enough to like get by and chat, but not enough to like convince my grandmother the burke is okay. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> and so in Paris, or you've been to France, obviously, and they just don't accept you at all? Never been. What? I've still, I live in the UK and I've still not been to France. Wow. I've been to Germany, Estonia, Latvia, Spain, well, Catalonia. Uh, I feel like it. I know what your type of woman is now. <laughs> What's my type of woman? <laughs> well, either like the blondes or like sort of more Latina style. Okay, well, first off, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I also, I'm not very choosy. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, but like you haven't, how long have you lived in the UK? Uh, on and off for five years, but I got stuck here for two years during the pandemic. Stuck in, oh, so we are filming from um, uh, Adelaide, at the Adelaide Fringe. Adelaide, Australia. Oh, you do that very well. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> quick, compliments? Is that what this podcast is? Yeah. Just what's your name? I'm using an additional compliments. Mm, exactly. I'll talk more about those feet though. Yeah. Can we okay. get those feet on the podcast? We'll get so many more views. No. Have you, as podcast viewers, loyal listeners, loyal clip makers, Check these out. I, I'm genuinely embarrassed. They're not. They're, they're just How like. How embarrassed? Look at that. It's like it's crafted. They're, I think they're nice feet, but I don't. I don't. The thing is, I was saying before we started recording that I actually don't wear open-toe shoes much because I'm aware of foot fetishists, and I just don't need another thing to be self-conscious of. Like I rarely mm. show cleavage in summer when it's above 28. I will wear short shorts, but like yeah. I like. My thighs, eh, okay, but like I'm, I don't like exposing my body unless it's an environment where it's like <clears throat> sex like, club or you know, sex beach club or beach, or yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Not uh, just in the street. No. Is it just you just want to avoid the male gaze? Yeah. 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 I just it's just too much energy to deal with it, and it, it makes me angry. And so I like I like to you know dress that in a way that I think I look attractive and it's flattering, but mm. I'm not interested in exposing body parts because it's just extra concentrate like it requires too much awareness for me to feel okay yeah oh, no. yeah. i know i get it it's like you're asking for it <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's just like and and, it, and the thing is i should be like i wish i could obviously all women like we wish we could just like go out and not be thinking about it but it is a it is a it, it drains your energy and no, just, it, it isn't it, it's terrifying yeah yeah well it's it's, it, it really just made me angry. Yeah, it just, it, I've, I don't know how to change the view. It's okay, I just wanted to make sure that but it was. But everybody thinks that it stopped recording and it's okay. just that it doesn't. I get another, another person, everyone that thinks that the recording isn't working because of my view on Ableton. Plug Ableton. Um, yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you, have you had partners or have you experienced uh, that sort of being looked at and being judged as a, a sexual object before? Uh. All the time. Are you kidding me? People just look at me and they feel like they can just touch whatever they want. Um, you are actually, very exposed. I mean, you are. I, yeah, I, 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 I do expose myself a lot. Um, I find sometimes like gay men will get a little handsy, and oh, because 
like I'm straight, but I'm kind of fluid, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they get a little touch, like not all, but like yeah, yeah it's dudes. It's dudes are just kind of aggressive. Yep. Yeah. What have they What have they done before? Oh, I've had my butt grabbed, my dick grabbed. They've, they've grabbed the dick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From behind or from the front or both? Oh, both. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I always like from the behind oh, like, grab. That's always I'm, a. Fuck. It's okay. always impressive. I have, a, I have a story to tell you about that. Please. Oh, but also, okay. Uh, I was bartending in Melbourne, mm -hmm. and this girl, she was hammered. I walk by, she grabs my butt, and I go, "Sorry, like, I'm, I don't like that. Like, that's sexual assault." Yes. And she starts crying. <laughs> and she goes, my friend was sexual assaulted. You can't joke like that. Oh, my God. And I'm like, how are you the victim in this? Oh, my God. I'm working right now, and I don't want to be groped. That's unbelievable. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, a thing that happened. The level of... Uh, entitlement? Entitlement and, like, and, and, yeah. Well, entitlement, but also just, like, mm, miseducation or just, like, how how, like... How can you think that what you just did it like it's okay. also it drives me insane when someone does something you name it and then they're like oh but you, like I've seen other, someone else do that before to me and it's like this is not relevant yeah, yeah, like yeah. how how base are your argumentative skills or argument uh, argumentative skills how your good are your skills? pronunciations oh, okay sorry about that <laughs> I've, been, I've been struggling I like I'm so aware since coming to Adelaide that like my English has just been it's like really been affected by speaking German and being around non-native English speakers. And then on top of that, like on stage, I'm feeling myself relaxing back into the Australian accent because I can, I don't have to overpronounce things to make sure people understand. Did you speak German before you went there? No. Oh, wow. And now you're fluent. I, now I'm, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I can speak, I, 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 I can maintain my life in German, but, uh, but I studied other languages. Like that was my, that was my education in Melbourne. I studied Italian and Japanese. Ah. And like, yeah. Go nana jugo. <laughs> Go nana jugo. Isn't that like 545? <laughs> Go nana jugo. Uh, it's uh, five, nana is seven. Oh, 75. <laughs> Go nana jugo. Uh, that means 575, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to give somebody change when I was a bartender in Toronto. <laughs> in Japanese. I'm like, how do I say it? He goes, yo, nana jugo. I'm like, all right, sick. I'm going to remember that forever. Go nana jugo. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's very useful. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I... Um, Use it all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just like me using Italian and Japanese all the time in Germany. Like, yeah. this is why I started comedy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't make any sense. So, um, but yeah, like... like also being an English teacher. So like in Germany, I have, I changed how I speak so people can understand me. And obviously on stage, the way I write jokes and everything um, has been affected by the fact that I need the audience to understand me. So the way I'll pronounce things, my sentence structure and yeah. the simplicity of like the writing. Um, whereas here I can just fucking, anything can come out the way I don't have to like sharpen the ends of words. I can just like blah, blah, blah. Uh, But yeah, still the, the structure from German is like, deeply affecting how I communicate with people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's why I like doing international comedy. Kind of, it makes it less from the one place and more being able to talk to everybody else. That's why, yeah, that's kind of one of my arguments around why I, I love being based in Berlin and like being able to like perform to those audiences is that it, it makes the comedy this universal thing as opposed to this like deep locally referenced. Yeah. Because sometimes you go to like cities and you hear jokes like, 
oh man, that tram story is never going to work anywhere else. Yeah, and, and in Australia, like, and naturally the scene in Australia, it's, it's, it's expensive to leave Australia, so I think a lot of Australian comics are going to mm. focus on being comics in Australia because yeah. it's, it's expensive leaving and then, you know, like, where, where's the industry? Where are you going? you got to go to the UK and or the States. Why would you leave? And why would you? It's so it's beautiful here. It's paradise here. It's stunning. Exactly. And so doing comedy on Australian stages, I always notice, I'm just like, I do not appear like I am not gonna give them what they want in terms of local local fodder, you know. Like I'm sure. gonna be doing something else, which is fine. But it's like it, it's a it's a different it's a different game. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what were we talking? We we're talking about you getting assaulted by uh, sexually assaulted by a woman in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I got a story for you. <laughs> yeah. So you said the, the the under the butt grab thing. Yeah, like th from behind grabbing the the penis. Yes. Okay. Uh, college, I was seeing a lady, mm -hmm. right? It was Halloween. Which is just a few years ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, no, this is probably what, like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, God, longer than Does that. Does it scare Jesus. you when you say these? Like the other day I said, so, my mom pointed something out. She's like, oh, but you, you were like this, um, what was, she was saying something like, uh, oh, you said you would never date um, that kind of person. And I was like, that was 20 years ago, mom. And I was like, fuck, that was 20 years. Like mm. the fact that I can now say 20 years ago and I, I was actually like all, pretty much an adult at that point. Yeah. 20 years. No, it's scary. Let's, it let's, is scary, let's, let's isn't stop, it? Okay. <laughs> stop talking. I realized I got married 10 years ago as I was on the plane. I was like, oh, this, this, this is my wedding ring. My tattoo. Uh huh. <laughs> I also okay. got. Um, it was uh, four years ago. I got divorced. So. Is that why the zipper is undone? <laughs> it was always undone. Oh okay. I didn't yeah, know. If it was yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, fair, no. Fair, fair. It should be closed. Um, it? Is that who you married? <laughs> That no, like that's a, the that's the god of the forest from Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, 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 for sure. And and these are the little spirits of the forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I like. I still like everything in it. The zipper is really the wedding ring. He's got the wedding. He's got the zipper as well, except okay. his little zip. Uh, the the piece is sitting downwards, and it's got a little Pentecostal star in it. That's the only difference. Ah, fun. So you guys love Satan and stuff. Oh yeah, we love Satan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking hardcore. Yeah. yeah. That's how this story relates, right? <laughs> One Halloween night, right? You know, old Hallow's Eve, right? Yeah, yeah. With all the ghouls and goblins. <laughs> So we dress up, right? I, I don't know. I, I think I was like Adam Sandler from Happy Gilmore, right? Little Boston um, jersey, walking around with a sub and a golf. Nice. Yeah. I like how Halloween dress ups for the rest of the world. Like for me, it's always like you got to dress up as something scary. Everyone else is just like dress up as something fun. Yeah. I, I, I never. Oh, you yeah. went super scary. I never. I didn't really do it, but I never understood why people dress up as something fun. It's a scary thing. Um. Well, have you been to North America? I guess everything's scary enough. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guns! Like, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's the only reason why I've got no interest in ever living there. Like, I used to want to, and it shit's yeah. just blowing up, and I'm not. I don't know. Hey, you go to certain places, you're fine. I don't know. I don't know. Like, living in that society, I still think is extremely, um, like, ethically. Like, being in a country that majority of people want those guns, mm -hmm. I don't want to live there. You're a very hard person to tell a story to. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Please continue. I'm trying to tell you the story. <laughs> I'm usually very focused, but I'm just I'm, I'm going with the tangents. Also, I haven't spoken to many people in the last few days. It's okay. <laughs> Want to just turn this off and have a chat? Like that's all we're doing. Because I'm like I'm, I'm like yeah, all right, adults only. Let's steer this in a direction. So and you're like college. gosh. <laughs> Just talk about guns and how I hate America. Is, like, I'm Canada. But I, I do that a bit. You know, but that's like, I th thought we could bond on the hating. of Not hating. I don't hate America, but like, okay. I just like fear. Very healthy fear. But anyway, so you're dressed up no, no, as Adam you been, Sandler. Have you been there before? Yeah. To America? Yeah. Where? I was in New York for like two weeks. You were afraid of guns in New York? I was there uh, 13 years ago. So oh, my God. Things were a bit different. Were you there September 10th? 2001. No, that's not 10 years ago. Huh? That's not 10 years ago. You said 13 years ago. I did say 13 years ago. I was there in 2010. Is that 13 years ago? Yeah. Oh, 23 years ago, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, hold on, did I fuck up the math? No, you did. Okay, so. I forgot how old I was. <laughs> you, you, were you there? No. I was the second plane. Okay. <laughs> Why weren't you dressed up as that for Halloween? Okay, the second plane? Because it was before. Mm -hmm. It was pre-9-11. Yeah. Actually, no, it was post-9-11. Okay. Um, and right. it was also Halloween. And it was Halloween. And Actually, you, you want to really piss somebody off? Dress up as Santa Claus for Halloween? People are livid. Why? Huh? Why, why, why dress up as Santa? No, but or why, why are people, people upset? Livid? It's the wrong holiday. People get so upset. I find it so funny. It sounds like the perfect time to dress up as Santa. It's the best time to dress up as Santa. But people, like... It triggers something in their brain. They go, "Really? It's the wrong time." Really? Yeah. Okay. If I ever celebrate Halloween in North America, I am dressing up as Santa. Thank you do very it. much. Definitely, yeah. Mrs. Claus. That, oh um, yeah. It's, it's it's the people who get like upset when Christmas music gets played before December. It's those people. Is so, it the people that get upset seeing like Easter eggs in the supermarket like a month before? Yeah. Okay. These so people. It, it's the idea of like it's October thirty first and you're dressed as Santa Claus. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, yet. yeah. It's the I'm not ready for it. Okay. It's like triggering. I'm yeah. like, I get it. Yo, Christmas is triggering for some people, right? It, it is very triggering for some people. Yeah. Is it triggering for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It triggers joy and happiness. <laughs> and, I, you and like love you like family. Christmas? I fucking love Christmas, bro. It's I dressed up as Santa for Halloween. Like, I love Christmas. <laughs> it's such an unpopular thing for so many people of our generation to like Christmas. Like, number of people are like, oh my God, you like Christmas? It's like, of course I fucking yeah, like I Christmas. Yeah, I wouldn't understand why you'd like Christmas if fucking Santa had a surfboard. Like, I get it. You have shrimp on a Barbie around Christmas. That's great as well. Yeah, but you're not marketed to it in the same way that we're marketed to it. I right? agree. I do. I love Christmas in Europe, but I also love Christmas in Australia. You know, it's a time for family. It's a yeah. time to, yeah. like, eat nice shit and to hang uh, out and get some presents and give. So that's my one thing is like leaving overseas, I always make sure to go home for Christmas. Okay, so my mom would love me to do that uh, and so would my brother, but I've mm -hmm. decided. Oh, do you not love your family? <laughs> that's what they think. No, do you not love your parents? I have gone over every mom? time that they have paid for it. Um, why, why is your dad not returning your emails? Okay, my dad's a separate topic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. mm -hmm. Should I get the chaise lounge? <laughs> Can we? I need to look back and, and stare at the, at the ceiling as I go through this. But no, I love my family. So how long have you guys not been chatting? I love my family and I was actually in uh, Australia for Christmas year just gone by. But the thing is, and I sort of mentioned it before we started recording, um, <laughs> that uh, the reason I don't like coming for Christmas to Australia is because during that time of year, Melbourne doesn't have that many uh, comedy shows going. Like they start closing down and they mm -hmm. go for at least a break for like, mm -hmm. oh, everything winds down 
Whereas in Berlin, everything is like fully like going. I can still be doing like nine shows a week. Yeah. And being going all the way to Australia, which is an expensive airfare, a long airfare, and requires a stay of a minimum of three weeks. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer to visit my family when I can do comedy yeah. and actually stay here for a month and do all the shows and see my family on the weekends and during the days and not just be sort of waiting around and hanging out while some of them go to work or yeah, whatever. Of so um, I kind of no, broke that sense. to my mother actually uh, the other night on the phone and she's like, what do you mean you're never going to come back for Christmas? I'm like, I didn't say never, but if I can come for the Melbourne Comedy Festival every year, I can stay for a whole month, I can be yeah. working, I can be like feeling joy joy and satisfaction doing what I fucking love doing and I get to see you guys. That's the perfect that's the perfect combination. Why yeah, why yeah. come at, when it's more expensive at Christmas time when I can hardly do comedy and and you guys get a bit of time off but it's just it's not as satisfying for me. So that is why. Yeah, we're on different schedules for sure. Yeah. yeah doing this industry. Ex- exactly. So it's like and, and this is why I'm here in Adelaide and why I'm going to Melbourne um, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks is so that I can establish a, okay, I come over for the festival, I'm able to do runs, I'm able to like jump, jump on spots in other places and, and I can, you know, do my work in Australia and see family. Uh, you know what you should do? Tell me. Uh, throw a Christmas. Oh, throw a Christmas dinner, that's cute. Yeah. Well, we just did celebrate Christmas, but like, Maybe when I come back next yeah, year, like it, I can do that. If you're not there for Christmas, just yeah. throw a you Christmas. Yeah, I love it. So be like, I'd save presents, An get everybody something. Yeah. No, that's about me. I don't want it to be about me. But yeah, throw a Christmas dinner, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or a lunch. Like, guys, be like, get this like Sunday. Get like a little tree. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna, to you know, share presents and it's a low key. Let's do it. I fucking love it. So the first Thank year. Thank you, Evan. Nice. The first year I missed Christmas from living out here. Uh, I sent home a seven-foot-tall poster of myself. Um, <laughs> seven foot. Because <laughs> like I was framed in it, so like oh, I, okay. I was actually a little bit smaller than me, so it was about like six feet, whatever. Um, but I sent it wearing the same outfit that I um, wore while FaceTiming with them. So when they, I said, you can't open it, like you can't open your present until. Uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. so they opened it as a family with my aunts, uncles, cousins. So they opened it, and I hopped off the screen. I was like, I made it home for Christmas. <laughs> That's so cute. And I was like, I'm gonna make my mom cry. It's gonna be so good. She's just gonna start bawling. And then uh, she's not crying because she's surrounded by family, and I'm just alone in a kitchen in Australia. And I just start bawling <laughs> oh. on the screen. And I'm like, it's a filter. It's a filter. <laughs> you cute. I yeah I. I don't know, um, how long have you been, uh, so f- how many years have you said in the UK? Five or four, two? Yeah, so I, I've been coming back and forth to Australia for like over a decade. Well, no, about a decade. <coughs> and your family's <clears throat> in Toronto? Or? Montreal and Ottawa. Montreal. And okay. Toronto. Yeah. And Toronto, okay. And Kelowna. And where? Okay. Kelowna is a place, okay. Yeah, Kelowna, okay. Um, I have struggled, and my mum was surprised to hear this. Um, I've been having good chats with my mum recently. I always have good chats with my mum. We're, we're very... Uh, close and we talk regularly oh, yeah? and um so why why do you think you're closer with your mom than your father oh we can talk about my dad uh, we'll get there but i, I do want to hear about this halloween story so let's oh um, no we're over the halloween story <laughs> nobody's getting the halloween <laughs> story halloween. if you want the halloween story you got to come and watch my podcast <laughs> it's called evan tells a halloween story once <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast limited edition you should do that um, so, uh, the, oh fuck, where am I going now? The, oh, my mum was telling me, no, I was telling my mum, and she was surprised to hear this, that <laughs> I have suffered from, suffered, I'm, I'm no victim, but like, I have had to deal with a lot of guilt 
living away from my family. And this was the first time she'd heard this. And I was like, this is not the first time. And this was like just last night. She was like, oh, I've, I didn't, I, really? I haven't heard you say this before. I'm like, well, I'm not sure, I guess, how I would frame it to them because it sounds like, oh, poor me. But mm. like, you know, I'm not sure if I have really communicated it, but like a lot of guilt being away from my brother and his kids and a lot of guilt being away from my, my parents. Admittedly, what helped was my parents moved to London um, like a year before I moved to Germany. And so that kind of helped me. Are they still like, in London? No, they, they moved back just last year in November. Uh, um, after the pandemic? Yeah, post. Bro. No, but they were there for eight years, right? And oh, then they okay. were like, oh, you know, the grandchildren and, you know, and it makes sense. And also like they're getting older, the weather's better here. What do they do? Family stuff. Um, my, um, my stepdad uh, does work for KPMG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom, yeah, cool. Oh, it's you just, just a, said letters. It's to just me. a, it's a, it's a, it's a auditing firm. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Love and, those people. Uh, and he had like a good position in in the UK, and um, yeah, and so they went over there uh, doing that. And uh, but my mum hasn't worked for a while because of her health, and so oh, wow. so sorry. <laughs> she's alright. Well, it was it was scary during the pandemic, but. Uh, anyway, she was she okay? was surprised. I know how close you are with your mother. <laughs> exactly, it was scary. Yeah. It was really scary. I think I actually saved her recently. She was going to go for a, like saved fifth her. fifth booster, and she had a bit of a sniffle. And I was like, "Mom, don't go and get it. You don't know if you have COVID." Two days later, she tested positive for COVID. No. And if she had had the booster while she had COVID, that's double COVID. That would have been bad. And she's <sighs> she's got uh, she's got a chronic uh, autoimmune uh, disease, and so like that like. Get, I was the one chronic AIDS. Chronic AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> She's got chronic autoimmune disorder. She's got weed AIDS? <laughs> She's got, uh, there are multiple sorts of autoimmune disorders, right? Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's not just like HIV, right? Yeah, she's got um, rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. Which is super fun. Isn't that bad for flying? It's bad for everything, really. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, um, so anyway. Um, Does weed actually help, which is kind of fun, right? Oh, she would be terrible on weed, but yeah, maybe one day she Yeah, you CBD and stuff, right? Because it's good for she inflammation. Actually, that's what, yeah, she had some CBD oil, and I was using it a lot when I was in London. Mm. Um, but, um, but anyway, she was shocked that I, was, I, I, I talked about this thing of feeling guilty about being away from my family. And I was like, no, 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 like, this has been a real problem. Like, I've had to do a lot of, like, forgiving myself. And I, yeah. I do things like I haven't sent home a poster of myself, but, like, I would send. <laughs> you. Not everybody can be the best child, all right? Or like that ego filled. But I. Um... Uh, excuse me, all right? But Want to I... know what I've got my dad for Christmas? Mm, my a mug with my face on it. Because yeah, right. I'm not home. He needs to remember that I exist. Yeah, I Keep be... me in the will cup. I, I should call do that for my father, actually. I uh, I think he wouldn't use it. Um, we will talk about that a bit, but I really. We, we don't need to talk about your dad, dude. We can, though. But um... Tell me about Berlin sex clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I get into the Bergheim? Bergheim. Bergheim. How do you get into Bergheim? Do uh, I got a. You need What if I went to... in blackface? Would they let me in? Oh, please. <laughs> don't. What up? Uh, oh, please don't. Don't. Okay. Um, uh, uh, black, like, actually, the second... I'm, I'm, I'm also not going to blackface. The, se <laughs> the second time I went to Bergheim, I went with a, a friend from Ghana and, like, immediately in. Um, they oh! Like, they like black people. They don't like, Asi they don't like uh, West a Asian people. They're quite racist against West Asian people. Um, but oh, yeah, okay. and then I don't, and I've been told that they're also racist against East Asian people, but I've, I've seen a lot of East Asian people What's inside. What's West Asian? 
West Asians, like, uh, like not East Asian. So like India, um, Central like Asia. Asian. Those are West Asian. Mm -hmm. No? So or West Asians, like Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, yeah, for like me, Egyptian? East Asians, like, um, uh, like, yeah, all of sort of chi East China, Korea, uh, Thailand, it's, it's so weird, Indonesia. Right? Like, if you're in the UK and you say Asian, you're talking about, in, in my head, like people from India and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Where if you say Asia, like, oh yeah, they're Asian in Canada or North America, you're essentially saying Vietnam, China, China Japan. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why it kind of like fucked me up. Cause then if you call it, yeah, I don't know. Every country has it's, their own specific words that you can call people. Right. And it's like, yeah, but that's not, anyway. Mm. So. So yeah, blackface could help. It was um, October 31st. 2000 and let me try and guess you were in college so what like I don't, I'm not gonna do 2008 the math. sure okay it was a good year it was a blimp in the sky um, <laughs> good year blimp. um so I was dressed up and I think Adam said I don't know it could have been something else oh, yeah. and the lady who I was seeing in my date for the house party that we went to mm -hmm. was dressed as I, I think it was like a Harley Quinn or something Cute. Yeah, cute, classic, whatever. It's a basic. It, at the time, very popular. I didn't know about Harlequin until um, the movie came out recently. I think it was hard. It, it, it could have been something else. It was. It was just one of the, like you know the the basic ones. Every year, there's like a wave of everybody wears the same kind of outfit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we were all at this house party, getting drunk and sauced up, having a lovely house party time. Picture like, and, and it was like a big one, right? Um, I went to Humber College in Toronto, so like, <laughs> I went for comedy school, which was fun. Really? And then this comedy school. Yeah, yeah, we can get into that after. And then yes. the jocks on campus were the, the golf management program kids. Golf management. Yeah, program. yeah. So usually, oh if you picture God. like like jocks at a uh, college, you're thinking football, like American football, yes, basketball players. Yes. Yeah, we had golfers. You make it so a bunch of polo shirts. Caddy shack, like yeah, yeah, those yeah. those assholes. Yeah, oh yeah. no, no, not cat. Like yeah. Well, there were the wankers within. Yeah, yeah, yeah caddy yeah, shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not like the Bill Murray's. Um, <laughs> we were the Bill Murray's. Yeah. Because um, it, it would just be a bunch of golfers hanging out with comedians. Anyway, it was so fun. So we went over to one of their houses for mm -hmm. a big party, and it was packed. People in the lawn, everything. So I'm drunk, and I go back in, and I, I see my girlfriend, and I pull the move, right? I do the under <laughs> under the butt, grab the vagina, like, yeah. and, and I go, and I slide it all. Like, I slide the whole thing. You really get in there. Uh-huh. And she turns around, and it wasn't her. Oh, no. But it was somebody wearing the same costume. Oh. And it was, like, a friend of mine's girlfriend. And I was like, oh, but, but I, I didn't know. I thought you were, I, from the back, you're the same. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were just in a predicament where we're all just looking at each other, being like, well, "How do we solve this?" Yeah. And I'm chatting with him. He's like, "I, th I think I have to punch you." Yes. And I'm like, "Like, I get it." <laughs> so we went out in the lawn, and everybody's like, "It felt like this ceremonial kind of like ritual. We're like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. couldn't have just been like, I'm sorry. You understand why the mistake? He's like, I, I, I get it. No, but that does need to, to be. The honor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or like, or there could have been a non-violent thing where like she then. 
I don't know, where then your girlfriend grabbed his dick or something if or she like, wanted to. But then you can't just be like, well, now you're allowed to grab my girl. Like, it's not, there's no ownership of No, 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 but like, then it'd be like, to your girlfriend, be like, look, I fucked up, maybe. Like, do you want to grab his dick or do you want to, yeah, you know but, what I mean? But, but then, oh yeah, the girlfriend's fine with another lady <laughs> just grabbing her partner's dick? Like, that doesn't sound like a proper solution. Yeah, no, it's not. But also, is punching really a proper solution? She should have punched you, not him. She should have punched me. It should have been like one of those classic, That's what it been. how dare you, just slap Slap, yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to. I love slap. Okay, now, okay, let's talk about that. Because um, I have been doing, like, doing my solo, like, like it's only been like two runs that I've done it here. And uh, I did it uh, three times. Like, I did it in Paris and Basel and then Zurich before I came over here. And Ooh, So international. Well, no, it's just like, it's a, yeah, well, I needed to test out the marketing run. Okay, I hadn't marketed, like I hadn't, I didn't know how to market to audiences I didn't live in. So, um, it's not a brag. It was like, that was the little tour. Bro, whatever. <laughs> Flex, I get it. It's not. And, um, and so, anyway, I've just, and I think it's because I'm not really talking to that many people so far, and I'm a little bit more like, uh, quite sober and I'm, I don't have people to fuck and so I'm meditating a lot more on, on the on the, on the solo hour that I've got. I'm so sorry. Thank you, thank you. I was looking for some sympathy actually. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I'm going through, so it sort of like, it runs through um, 2020 and mm -hmm. there's some like, the different stories that happen and things and, um, and I realized only this morning that I think the reason why I stopped removing my body hair in 2020 was actually because I had quite a traumatic, I, I, I remove it now, as I still remove it, now I remove it uh, still. But, uh, <laughs> but there was a, I didn't realize that the reason why I actually stopped removing it was because of a dude that I fucked who fucked me up. Like I didn't realize that he, he it was because of, it was really because of my sexual experience with him. Now this guy had this amazing penis total fucking psycho mm. but Usually the case great oh, dick dude. crazy mind oh my god i'm talking like monstrous right what's monstrous monstrous is uh oh. like like uh like 30 centimeters and then like what's that in inches wait uh, what yeah and then like this this wide that's not a dick that is a dick that was his fucking dick it was okay so for people at home it's like a small apple in girth and then uh, about 30 centimeters that's not long. a small apple okay that's a medium apple Bro, I know that's not good. <laughs> like, it was actually. Um, you need to like, you know, like you gotta, you gotta have some strategies around it. But um, it was fun. But the first time we fucked, okay, like that, the, that's not something you want to start a relationship with, though. He wanted to start a relationship with me. He was. Uh, Is that why he was psycho? And you're like, <laughs> start a relationship with that? No, thank you. <laughs> I like horseback riding, but not all the time. <laughs> It. But no, it was more the personality around it. But the thing is, first time we fucked, like he came over to my house, it was like bang, straight into it, amazing. Like, like he was no eating lube? my ass within like, no, no, there was lube. Dude, no. Well, you said bang right into it. Well, he was like, he was, he didn't just use his dick, right? Um, but <laughs> you can do other things. <laughs> he, can, he did other things. Um, and uh, and so there was like, you know, fucking in the hallway and in the kitchen and then fucking in my room. And then, um, you know, a few hours later, or like maybe we fell asleep. And then when we woke up, um, fucking again. And he, without, and there'd be no conversation around kinks and around like stuff that we would do. Uh, he covered my mouth with one hand and he slapped me across the face with the other. Like, and like when he covered my mouth, he, 
covered my nostrils and my mouth so I couldn't breathe. And then he slapped my face super hard and there'd be no conversation around that. Yeah. Now, I do actually like that kind of shit, but there needs to be the conversation. Yeah, the conversation. And uh, that was super not, and like the thing is like, I really love that kind of shit. Like it has to be that, and, and, and it's so funny how much the consent and conversation changes it. it, it it's so weird, because yeah, it, it's communication. Yeah. And I think that's something that really needs to be taught in school. Yes. Like in, within sex education, whatever, talk about puberty, but talk about being open and discussing like, you go, oh, you shouldn't be telling kids that. No, that's exactly who you need to be telling kids mm -hmm. that. You mm -hmm. need to teach them about taxes. You need to teach them about consent. Consent, it's taxes. The two things still out of school. And also, um, I think one of the biggest things is uh, that's not taught that really would change a lot of things within that whole like education to move beyond um, uh, gender inequality or like or like like domestic abuse or violence against mm. women is. Um, Teaching people how, and, and boys, but like teaching everybody, teaching everybody how to communicate how they feel. Just mm. teaching how to be like, oh, to identify how you feel and then to be able to say it about, th that would change so much, you know? Like, like oh, actually, I don't feel good like with, with this, you know? Like, and, and oh, okay, yeah. okay. Establishing boundaries. And, exactly, yeah. establishing boundaries and also, if people were able to go, oh, I don't feel good, then maybe people wouldn't be just fucking hitting each other or shooting each other or, raping each other you know like if you're raping each other <laughs> raping is that each not other. i'm just checking i'm just checking uh <laughs> seems like raping game. each other let's rape each other it's an interesting concept isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it'd be have to be like a oh i'm sleeping and then you like ha ha surprise your dick's in my mouth I'm like, oh i'm sleeping yeah i've definitely had relationships where i've done that yeah um you know, no one called it rape, <clears throat> but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a point in that which was talking about oh slapping, right? Slapping, not, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, this guy, this guy was um, crazy in that he he then like like within two dates he was like, so when are we gonna move in together? Wow. When you want to have kids, and I was like, "Well, we can have kids in like a year, but you're not moving in with me anytime soon." <laughs> no, but uh, no. I was like, "Okay, he wants kids. He wants to move in with me already." He um, and then like he would text me uh, a lot, and then I remember one of the things he texted me one day was just like, "You know what? Like this was these were his words. He was like, why don't I? Why don't I think? Why don't I see you as a cheap whore?'" Wow. And I was like, sorry, like, where does this come? Like, out of nowhere. He was like, why don't I? And he was like, oh, I guess it's because you're, you know, educated and, and, and beautiful. Like, he was trying to compliment me, but like, that was how he started. Like a compliment, though. No, no, not at all. And, um, and then uh, he also, the, the, the nail in the coffin was, um, was, he said, like, after all these messages, way too much, he sent me like eight scrolls worth oh, yeah, not good. of suggestions for my jokes. Uh, red flag. Which were all about him. And I was like, dude, I could put up with so much for that penis, but you've crossed the line. Narcissistic. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Is that the biggest dick you've ever been with, though? I've been with a few big ones. He's like, I think there's like a, there's maybe, there was one of the, when I was 21, I took this guy to like the Australian prom. And, uh, the Australian prom? Yeah, the, the formal. Yeah, yeah. And um, he also had, he was this little white guy and he had, yeah, like, like it was one, two, three. Like it was, 
Like it was that. God damn and it. also like I could barely close my hand around it. Yeah, he, mm -hmm. yeah, so that was uh, Steve. <laughs> I forgot his name and I just remembered it. Uh, big, huh? And then there's been a couple of others. There was a Spanish guy that was very big. And then crazy guy that I just mentioned. And then, yeah, th th those were, the, I think, the top three. I've probably forgotten uh, a couple. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I've gotten, like, nice compliments being like, Oh, it's it's perfect, like just right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, I don't know. Like as a woman, it's like yeah, it's always nice when a guy's like, "Fuck, that's tight." And it's like how um, <laughs> someone just walked as I said that and I made eye contact with them. Yeah. Um, it's nice when a guy's like, "Fuck, that's tight," but it's like eh, you know, like you don't have to say anything. Like you know. Depends on the moment and the month. Like, well, yeah, I, especially w w with that guy, I think everything's tight. Well, it wasn't him that said that. Oh, know. okay. I like it when like an average dude says that, and I'm like, yeah. Sick. <laughs> Sick. Like, I, I guess it, it is such a complex, because it's been like so socialized into us. We're like, yeah, we need a tight pussy. Yeah, it's almost like uh, wait, my, my, dick's, my, my dick can be how huge did, if you're tight. You know how I mean? did he give you a complex on the body hair, though? Oh, yeah. So um, when we first fucked, he was like, oh, I'm surprised you're not fully shaved. And I was like, yeah, I don't really, like, I work at a kindergarten. Like, I don't like mm. being fully shaved because that feels wrong. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I'd like to see you fully shaved. And I was like, okay. And I let it sink. And I was like, eh, it's been a while since I've done it. So I removed everything. And then I hated it. And then we fucked, and then all this shit happened with him, and I was, and like I, I sort of yeah, ended things. And then I, I was left with this like bald pussy, and I was like, and I just, and I just became more and more like, ugh, like, like grossed out. And I think I sort of went through a bit of like a rejection of men and feeling like quiet. Because this guy then kind of stalked me a little bit. He kept coming to my shows and like standing at the front. Oh, and so um, yeah. You try to leave, he puts his dick in the way. <laughs> I just trip over it. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't realize that, that like that was quite connected. Um, I didn't realize it was quite as connected. And yeah, I've been doing a lot of like emotional processing since I've been here, uh, which is wonderful. No, I, as you should. And like, uh, I, like, I, I don't, if I'm in love with somebody, right? If I have a partner, I don't care about body hair. Mm. I think this is like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you for you and it's such a deep connection. But if it's like, I, I've been in a situation where uh, I had like a drunken hookup with somebody. Mm -hmm. And we were like fooling around and I was like touching their legs. I'm like, oh, that's like really thick <laughs> leg hair. And it's I don't know fine. why I find that funny. Yeah. Like in, it, it, but in my head, I was like, oh, because I don't know you as a person just yet. I know you from what we have, this mm -hmm. just drunk physical attraction. Mm -hmm. and, and, and in my head, I'm like, this is sexy. I like this. And then like, it's the armpit hair, obviously, like mm -hmm. everything, and then everything. But like in my head, I'm trying to convince myself this is sexy, but I couldn't convince everything to think that yeah. thing was sexy. Well, it's it's there's because it just put me too much in my head. It's a lot. Um, the thing is, there's a a lot of there's so much like 
put out there on us to like any, as a woman growing out all my body hair I really struggled to find myself attractive when I was doing it sure. and I and I had to do a lot of work to be like no this is and it was like trying to accept all of me and be like all of me is is beautiful and this is also beautiful now the thing is with my like uh, I'm, get those feet out again. Get those feet out. But like my my leg hair and everything grew out. It was like it was very comical. Like all my leg hair, like all my body hair grows straight. Okay. <laughs> and so that's like it's in my it's in my solo. It's just like finding out that everything grows straight and uh, and like it's not like huge amounts of it. Although, yeah, there was a, like the, the, the pubic hair was insanely straight and long and um, like it, it doesn't it doesn't like curl up at all. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, I actually experienced a lot of rejection um, from my body. Like I would, you know, like be out and um, and like I remember a friend of a, like a, a friend, like he had dreadlocks worked at a cafe and, went, and I saw him one day and we're chatting and I lifted up my arm and he saw my armpit hair and like his face just turned to disgust, you know? And like that the number, yeah. number of people like, like I went to Italy actually on a holiday in 2020 with like fully hairy and like the looks I'd get for like my leg hair yeah. and, and like it wasn't like it was, like you could still see the color of my skin and like you know, it wasn't like it was a, a massive thick hair, but it was like, you know. Yeah, it, I, I genuinely from the, deep bottom parts of my heart. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's so stupid that you guys have to wear makeup all the time. Like, yeah. I think that's such a horrible thing that's ingrained and should be out of society. But yeah, I just wasn't used to it and I wasn't expecting it. Like her hair was as thick as mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, it's, it's a lot for a woman uh, to, and to deal with that. And, yeah. and you know, I, um, I don't know, like I, I was, it was a real fight for me but for like, a long time. Even me, I trim my armpit hair. Yeah, I know digital uh, trim, yeah. I, I keep everything yeah. super tight. Well, that's the thing, like, and it got to the, it got to the point where I got rejected by a few dudes um, for it, and, it, well, I assume it was for it, I was like, can't be my personality. And, um, <laughs> and then uh, I was just like, you know, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'm just, I'm sick of being judged by people whose intelligence I don't respect. So it's yeah. like, I'm not gonna give them this thing that they can judge me like for. And, um, but also like when I removed all my um, pussy hair, it was like, oh, I can see her again, you know? Like, oh, she's pretty. And I, and I actually like being able to see it, you know? Like, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also like with all the, like it's, it's I do prefer being trimmed um, there. And, and well, it's I, all just like. I, I couldn't imagine anybody putting my balls in their mouth with Hairy now, balls. On, okay, now on that though. I, oh, do you like a hairy ball? I love a hairy, wet mess in my mouth. Yeah, I I actually really like a dude that like I, I, all 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 options are fine, but I am very happy to suck completely hairy balls. Uh, the whole area just becoming this like wet, tangled mess. I'm eating a hairy ass. Totally fine with it. Down for it. I like back hair. I like I like all the hair on a man. I mm. love hairy men. I guess for me, I don't think I would want hairy balls in my mouth. So Have I you had any balls in your mouth? No. <laughs> They're fun though. So, I assume <laughs> it's like doing the, like the rolling of the meditation balls. Yeah, totally. Like, in yeah. your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting. It's like what's. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have balls for a day so I could know what it feels like to have them sucked. 
but I can imagine. Oh, uh, having them sucks. Lovely. Right? Oh, any, any oh I, I know. ventures I... south of just the shaft. I'm like, yo, go have fun down there. Thank I you. Think, I think right next to like learning how to communicate your feelings should also be learning how to eat ball ass play and nipple play. That's not educated enough. Like, no, nipple play's not. It's not educated enough. Like people aren't doing it properly. Yeah. Because I, I feel like every human ever goes nipples sick. I know what to do. Treat it like a baby. Yeah, but that's also not like like I think a lot of dudes. So you, you don't like the. No. Okay. Unless that baby's cool. Oh, uh, unless that, that down as a no. <laughs> unless that baby has teeth. Yeah, like 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 nipples can take a lot. Like women's nipples are made to be destroyed by babies. <laughs> like they they, and so we have like a very high um, high pain threshold in that yeah. area. And so, like go to go to town, boys, go to town. And it's but the also of, communicate first exactly. before you bite my nipple. Yeah, like like ah, ch check in on, on the pressure. Like with everything on the body that's erogenous, check in on the pressure and the yeah. you know. Uh, I know somebody who really enjoys spanking, and then I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, sweet, let's go. And I, and then they're like, no, no, <laughs> too, too much. <laughs> like, you don't do that. And then we just had to sit, and I just, we had to like hold each other. Yeah, yeah. I like spanking, but like it gets to a point where it's like, like I've got a friend who's got like this, um, like big geisha fan, and he's like, and that shit, woof. Like, I can only take a few minutes of that, and then it's like... I, I just find it, it... There's no specific one thing that I like, I like all the time. I mm -hmm. feel with different partners, I connect sexually on a different level with them. I agree. And I, I think agree. it's so special. Some people, like, I, I yeah, I, I, I just, wherever, anytime, I just want to be just as much inside of that person <laughs> that I want like our skin to just fucking merge osmosisly and just fucking make one giant heat like yeah. like station from Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Station. Ooh. What's that no, I don't know the reference. I know Bill and Ted's Oh, is this the new one? No, the sequel. The sequel? The second one. You know those two blobs and then they jumped together and they made one giant guy? Oh, yeah. Station. I need to rewatch that. That's mm. very, very hazy in my memory. Okay. Sorry, I thought based on your age <laughs> that you would understand my reference. I haven't rewatched it for, like, I think I haven't ever rewatched it. Mm. Yeah, I loved, I loved, I loved them, but it's been since I was a child. But uh, Beat Station, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I think every, like, there's, you have a different, well, I have a different sexual dynamic with, like, it's like, you become a different station with every, <laughs> every <partner>. uh. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, and I really, I don't know, how do you feel in terms of like, have you tried non-monogamy? Are you someone that likes to just be with one partner? Mm, I really want to do more monogamy in my life. Mm -hmm. um, because like I travel so much and it's hard to kind of. You want to do more monogamy in your life because you travel so much? No, because I've traveled so oh, much, because I've not done much of it. Okay, there we I've, go. I've had like really great, passionate, like uh, connections with people, but it, it's also so fleeting and like, I've, I've, I've had really good friends out of it. Yeah. Where it's like just gone from like, oh, what this was, was it's more friendship. Yeah. And like, I actually find some of my closest female friends are people who I've, I've had sex with. And then it's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, but we realized that that's not for us. This is yeah. what it is. 
And then I find I can actually get so much closer with them because that's out of the way. Yep. We've done that. We've had that experience. We know that that's not for us. Mm -hmm. now, now we've gotten that gone. There's no sexual tension. There's no nothing. It's just buddies. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. I think yeah. guys should be able to fuck more. Each other. Guys should be able, be able to fuck each other more. <laughs> Maybe there'd be less violence so dudes could just feel, all right, just turn over, just turn yeah, over yeah, and let's yeah. get this done. So much tension here. Uh, I don't know though, like, I don't feel the same with my female friends. Like I, I have had sex yeah, with I also don't feel the same. I, lots of my female friends, but, well, I've huh? had sex with quite a few of them, yeah. but um, my newer, like, I don't know, in Berlin I haven't fucked that many of my female friends. It takes a special kind of woman for me to want to fuck, and a certain, usually a certain, usually it's first a certain level of alcohol. But. More one-on-one -on -one or in like group scenarios? Uh, it's usually group scenarios, but it's yeah. been one-on-one -on -one as well. But uh, but yeah, I'm not like, it takes a special woman for me to be actually like, <clears throat> want to fuck her, you know? Whereas like, I'm much more open to fuck various different types of men. It, like, I don't have to be so like, this one. You know, like to me, I could be attracted to lots of men, whereas women, it's like one in 5,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What, what does it for you? Oof. Um, the first thing that comes into my mind is uh, it sounds like it's a fetish, but it's not. It's just, it just happens to be mm -hmm. that I'm often attracted to uh, East Asian nationalities. <laughs> With them nice feet though, with those bound feet? That's exactly what it is. So you like feet. No, it's not the feet. But yeah, it's uh I've often been attracted to like like there's been a few Indonesian women I've been really into. Um uh, Japanese. Um yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there was some other ones, but yeah. Uh but also it's like I think maybe what's in that is that like if they if a woman looks similar to me. She's not, I don't know, like, there needs to be some kind of difference in how we appear. I don't know, like, I'm, I also feel like uh, there aren't many women who I don't sort of just see as a sister or a friend. Like, like the power dynamic is something that... So do you look at them as more submissive and then you take more control and power? Like, you like to fall into that? I think maybe, or it's just more like there's a, there, it could switch. Like, they could also be more, I, I'm more submissive, I don't know. Depends, but it's more like there's a difference there. Yeah, um, I think that's a, f a fun thing to play with. Yeah, there was one woman at a show once who was like um, this blonde woman from I don't know where, maybe Eastern Europe, and uh, I was just super attracted to her, like to the point where I was like fantasizing about pushing her into the bathroom, and but she had a boyfriend with her, and like, but I was like, it was another one of those like bizarre attractions, but like they yeah, happen yeah, yeah. very seldom. Like that's gonna feel so good when that happens, though. When I push someone into the bathroom, uh, do you fuck on toilets often? <sighs> mm, <laughs> it's been a hot minute, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you talked about eating ass. Um, oh, eating ass in a toilet? Oh no! <laughs> hold up, hold up. It was one of my favorites. So this is like fucking years ago, maybe a decade ago. I was working at this bar in Toronto, right? Mm -hmm. We had a little bit of a like a lock-in, right? Little after hours, we're all like drinking mm -hmm. whatever upstairs, and then there was. There's one woman who I'd never met before. She worked at like a different bar, but she was like in the group. And she was kind of like holding court. She was like talking shit uh, to, to like everybody. And I'm like, oh man, I love this girl's vibe. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I think you're really funny. And she goes, well then why don't you eat my ass? <laughs> and I died. I'm like, I'm in love with this woman. Yes. So then like uh, about like a week or two later, 
That's such a great call. Like that's that's the best response to that. It was perfect. Yeah. So I saw her about a week or two later at uh, a, a bar. It's called the Bovine Sex Club. Bovine it's, Sex Club. It's not a real sex club. It's just called that. It's, what a uh, name. It's a great like music venue. Mm -hmm. Like it's in a, like it's fucking in the heart of Toronto. It's mm -hmm. just an establishment. So I was there and I was like, oh, hey, I don't know if you remember me. Like I was at that thing. She's like, oh yeah, I think so. I'm like, uh, I I said you were funny. You're like, oh, you shoot my ass. I'm like. She's like, oh my god, I can't believe I said that. I'm like, yeah, no, that was the best. And then she goes, so do you want me to eat my ass? And I'm like, yeah. So then we went to the bathroom. We go into the women's bathroom, and I just start like eating her ass in the toilet. And then like, obviously, like we're fooling around and having fun. And then the security guards come in because people complained about us, and they go to like kick us out of the bar. And then she like, I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. We're leaving. She's like. This is called the Bovine Sex Club. Like, tell me what this bar is called. It's called the <laughs> Sex Club. I should be able to have my ass eaten. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah! Wow, that's so cool. She's so cool. What what what's her name? Can we just give a first name to her? No, nah, so, like honor her. Because that's that. fucking so. Okay, you're from Toronto. Yeah. Well, because like, like uh, we ended up going to a different bar and drinking more, and then she got too drunk, and then. Uh, she came back to my place and wanted to, to fuck, and I'm like, ah, I'm not comfortable with this level of intoxication. Oh, she was super, super, super drunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a great story, though. I, um, I, I ruled out, we should probably wrap up soon, yeah? yeah? They're gonna open up. Yeah, I ruled out having sex in toilets a while ago, but I've re-embraced it. I'm not saying, like, I'm open for business, everyone, but, like, I don't know, they, they can be, like, the right... The right moment, right, right situation. Yeah, alcohol helps with that, but I've been doing it sober, man. <laughs> That's rough. No, it's good. Like, at the Y? <laughs> at the what? Why? The YMCA. Oh, the Y? No, no. I like, uh, like, I like nice bars. Okay. I'll be drinking an alcohol-free beer with someone, and and I'll be like, so, 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 so. let's go. <laughs> Okay. Or we go, both go to the bar at the same time, you know, washing our hands, and then, or they just fucking knock on my door, and I'm like. Get in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Any last things? I feel like we could talk for a lot longer, but like, uh, any last, any last things? Or we we did the full Halloween story. I'll, I'll come to Berlin. Fuck yeah, come to Berlin. Um, plug your shit. Where can people find you? Uh, at Evan Comedy and everything. Evan Comedy. There wasn't an everything. Should I pronounce comedy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone had a go at you for your accent the other day on stage. That was. Uh, your response to it was quite interesting. Oh, what did I say? You were like, how dare you make fun of my accent? Oh, I got really upset? You got a little upset, and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Um, I think maybe I was flyering the other day, and it's like, oh, kind of my show, kind of my show. And then somebody was like, not with that accent. And I'm like, cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely, it was an Australian saying that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get that shit. I do not. Do not. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. That has been Adult Only Comedy Berlin, but we're in Adelaide. Uh, thank you so much and goodbye. Bye.